So within this rhythm, there are three basic things that you have to pay attention to. The first one is personal growth. So if we go through the idea of how you become you, there's four specific things that we'll cover. The second is going to be openness to feedback. And then the third is a purpose for your life. For more than a minute, you've probably ended up working for a leader that you wished you had never met. The kind of leaders that we want to follow have built the right skills, built the right relationships, and focus heavily on building a great culture. The Become the Leader podcast helps prepare you to be the leader that others want to follow. Hey guys, Jody Holland here. We're going to be talking about one of the books that I've written. Uh, it is called Leadership Evo. Looks just like this, found on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. So as we go through this, it's also on Audible, by the way, if you prefer audiobooks or iTunes, you can get the audio of it as well. But we're talking about chapter one today. We're going to go through the entire book in an eight-week process. But I want to start with just understanding what the rhythm is of who you are and the way that your life works. So within this rhythm, there are three basic things that you have to pay attention to. The first one is personal growth. So if we go through the idea of how you become you, there's four specific things that we'll cover. The second is going to be openness to feedback. And then the third is a purpose for your life. So as we get into this, I want you to, to go out of your way to figure out how do you apply this to your life. Uh, developing these skills, building your potentiality, all begins with you understanding how you take charge of you or how you lead yourself. So let's get into this. One of the books that I read a while back was by a guy named Dr. Charles Duhigg, and it was called The Power of Habit. Uh, he talked about some of the same aspects of creating this loop of behaviors or these habit loops so that we are running our life kind of on autopilot. Now, personal growth has these four stages that you go through in order to create your experience of this world. Your mindset towards growth, being open towards it, believing you can move forward is really important because if you get stuck in the idea of you are who you are and there's nothing you can do about it, there is literally no growth that's going to happen in your life. These four stages that we go through to become who we are are first, unconsciously unskilled. Uh, a large number of people spend their entire life in this stage not knowing what they don't know. When we're not open-minded to talk to people, to see feedback, to look at what's working, what's not working, instead of being ego-driven and going, well, I must be right because I made a choice, we always get stuck. So unconsciously unskilled is where all of us begin on our journey to become more successful. You've got to have feedback from other people. You've got to look at what's working and what's not working. You've got to go out of your way to create an understanding of where you're at and where your sticking points are in order to move into stage two in the growth process, which is consciously unskilled. Once we create an awareness of who we are and where we are and what works and what doesn't work, then and only then will we pursue a path to greater growth. So this unconsciously unskilled as the stuck point, consciously unskilled, is actually freeing you up. This is the part that people mess up on, though, is they go, oh, now I realize I'm not that great at this thing, and that really bothers me. It really doesn't matter if you're great at everything. What matters is, are you willing to learn whatever it is that you need to learn to be great at the things that matter? So once you're aware of what you're missing, then you move into stage three in the growth process, which is consciously skilled. Now, during this stage, you will have gone through learning and growth and personal development. And as long as you stay really focused, 
you've got this thing whipped. It doesn't matter if you're trying to be a great leader or anything else, you've got to understand that it takes practice and intentionality to get good at something. Consciously skilled is learning what you need to learn and then having to think as you apply it. So it's the conscious part of the mind that is making sure that you apply all of this information. The stage we all want to get to is unconsciously skilled. First time I heard this referenced was actually in Bruce Lee's book, The Tao of Jeet Kune Do, as he was describing the fact that as you learn a skill and as you master something that's important to you, enough repetition and enough practice with feedback gets you to the point where you execute the skill without having to think about it. That's the place each of us wants to be, is to have that ability to do what we need to do without having to really think. So he was referencing, obviously, the skills of martial arts, but it applies to any aspect of our life. You have to practice on purpose, though. I see so many people that go, well, we're going to do one day of leadership training, and then our people will be great leaders. One day does not make a leader. One day of leadership training helps you to understand the parts that you might be missing, and hopefully you at least get to consciously unskilled but it doesn't get you to that place where it's a natural extension of you. That takes a lot of time, a lot of practice. According to all of the research that I have looked into, you're looking at over 2,000 times that you do a skill before it becomes an extension of you. So you spend a lot of time in the consciously skilled stage before you ever make it to unconsciously skilled. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell talked about that from the 10,000 hour rule, but no matter how you look at it, it's going to take a little time. The second aspect that we talked about, and I've been talking about this on the growth side of things, is openness to feedback. The most successful people in the world seek out a coach or a leader or a mentor, but somebody that's going to give them some feedback. Uh, they, don't, they don't ever think, oh, I can just get better on my own without having any feedback at all. Your feedback comes in several different ways. The first way that you get feedback is from other people. Watch other people, watch their reactions to what you're doing and what you're saying, and then accept that feedback from them. Second is when you watch the outcomes that you're getting compared to the actions that you're taking. When you start correlating those two, you start to recognize which actions create the right outcomes and which actions do not. Whatever doesn't get you moving in the right direction, that's what you want to try to eliminate. What moves you in the right direction that's what you want to capitalize on, but you've got to be open to that feedback. Then the third aspect of how you create this rhythm for yourself is to know where you're going. You got to have a purpose for your life. Not long ago, I wrote the, the purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. And I remember thinking as I was going through that, and that's a stoic philosophy, we do want to have something that matters to us, but each of us has to create what it is that matters. And you're going to look at the values, the actions, and the results that you want to define your life. And a simple exercise that you can do is write out values, and then another column put actions, another column put results. And I would encourage you to have about five values that you believe you want to be remembered for and that you want to define your life. Five actions that you want to be remembered for taking or things that you want people to go, man, he or she is really consistent on whatever the action is. And then five results that you want to be remembered for and known for now. Once you have the five, five, and five, 
one column at a time. You're going to go through, I would start with values. What's one value that if you had to go down to four values, which one would you get rid of? Then you had to go down to three. Then if you had to go down to two, so you get down to the one value that you cannot imagine living your life without. The actions connect to the values. So you're going to start thinking from the perspective of, you know, these five actions, do they support this value? Do they effectively demonstrate it? Mark one off at a time until you get to the one value that most accurately depicts or demonstrates uh, what the value is that you want to be known for. Then the same thing with the results. You're going to look at the five key results you want to be remembered for for your life. Eliminate one at a time until you get down to the one result you can't imagine living without. By looking at the values, actions, and results that you want to be known for, you can then organize those into a statement that represents you and where you want to go in your life. So I am here to action, um, to accomplish result because value driver. So you're trying to say that I'm here to do something so that I achieve something because of this driver. The value is your why, the action and the outcome are, are the how and what. So you're getting your how, what, and why all into a single statement so that that represents you. You use that statement to guide your life and everything that you do, every choice that you make to keep learning the way that you need to, personal growth, to keep accepting feedback and modifying openness to feedback in order to live a life of purpose and fulfillment. Now, the title of the book, I want to just go over this in this first video, but title of the book, Leadership Evo, my dad and I had a conversation when I was in junior high school. I came home and I was talking about how our science teacher was teaching us about evolution. And my father is now a retired minister. He was not retired at the time. And so he asked the question that a lot of people ask when you talk about creationism versus evolution. That's all right. Well, if we evolved from monkeys, sorry about that. If we evolved from monkeys, why do we still have um, monkeys? So if we evolved, why do we still have whatever the restriction or the early thing was uh, back in the beginning? And I remember responding very quickly because I was a little bit sarcastic as a kid, and now I'm a little bit sarcastic as an adult, but I remember responding, well, I think some of them just got too tired to evolve. So when I was thinking about putting this book together, I was looking for a theme or a title, and I was experiencing a lot of frustration with some of the people that I was coaching of, they're just stuck. They weren't advancing. They weren't developing. They weren't becoming any better. So they were stuck without evolving as a leader. They weren't becoming the better version. And there's no excuse for that because we have plenty of information, plenty of books, videos, seminars, training programs that can help you become an amazing leader. But so many people are just stuck in the past. So the, the Leadership Evo title is you know, we have evolved from bad leaders to great leaders. So you can go all the way back to that uh, troglodyte, that person pre-caveman wandering around grunting a lot with no organized language, or you can advance all the way to the place of being a super leader. The choice is yours. So when you think about chapter one, that is the foundation or the baseline for how you're going to create your path to being a better leader. You have no excuse for not evolving into the best version of you. A lot of opportunity out there. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I would encourage you to follow along. 
we're going to be posting one of these videos per week for the next eight weeks. There's eight chapters in the book. Also strongly encourage you, uh, if you're an audiobook kind of person, go to Audible or go to iTunes and download the audio of Leadership Evo. Or if you're more of a written or Kindle version, go on to Amazon, pick up your copy of Leadership Evo, read the book, follow along, and look at how you would apply this within your own team. One thing I know for sure is that leaders are readers and leaders grow continuously. I'm Jody Holland. Thanks for playing along with me here and participating. Hope you've enjoyed this one. I look forward to seeing you next week for chapter two. Have a great day.